Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And welcome everybody to another week of Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. We're here, we're back, we're in the basement. I've got my coffee over here, and ah, uh, all right. Um, yeah, mopeds, dude, it was weird, because I'm still getting over my illness that was a cold, not covid and um, I slept like 18 hours on Saturday and like it was nice in Minnesota. The weather's going to turn. I know it is. And finally, I'm just like out working on a bike. and I'm, I hit like one person up because I was generally like it's hard when I go out riding. I want to ride more than like 10 miles to the next bar. Like <laughs> so I just hit up old uh, well wizard and like we got out and rode, dude. Like it was rad because like first it was he wanted to do something. I'm like, he wasn't going to do it. Then he wasn't going to do it. And I was like, I'm getting out riding. And then finally, I think he snapped out of, he's like, okay, let's go. Uh, we put on like 60, 70 miles and it was just, it was rad. It was fun riding. Um, he had this, it was like, should I bring my MB five or stock Tomo? So I'm like, bring your MB five at least because I am bringing a fast hobbit and we'll be able to stay with each other. And, it was rad. Some of you guys saw the pictures. Um, man, I needed that. Sometimes you just got to get out and stretch your legs on a ride. And, like, I enjoy riding by myself. I enjoy riding with people. It's, you know, this or that. Um, I'm kind of excited because I'm going to go do some stuff here. I I don't know why I'm an asshole. Like, I want to be secretive of what I do. But, like, I'm going to Lawrence, Kansas. I'm going to the cold trailers ride. I haven't been down there for a few years. It's going to be fun. I can see Daryl angry. Uh, I think I'm going to end up at Marie's in Kansas city Friday night. So like, we'll see. It's going to, I haven't been to any of those places in like a year or so. It's crazy how time flies, but, um, the season's winding down, but like a lot of us Baker people are already talking about it. And like, I enjoyed listening to Moped Mondays podcast this week with, uh, Tyler. I think it was from, uh, Detroit. And the thing that made me really proud about here. And that was like, him talking about the old guard and like, Oh, we always tried to do the Rocky mountain pass and nobody could ever really do it. It's like, I, I, I try not to be that guy to be like, um, guess what we did. And like, we all did it on Baker's this year. I mean, we went up 9,000 feet, like more than once. And like, I tell people all the time, I've never been so proud to go 35 mile an hour on a moped in my living life. Um, God, that like, the farther I get away from that, the more I smile and am happy about it. Um, so yeah, Colby and I again, he keeps on fucking with me, but we're going to be doing it again this year. And I'm really excited. Uh, hopefully get Matt St. John on that, bye bye, get him out and do it this coming year. Um, and the, all the QCB boy, Eric, I want to see you out there. Um, but with that being said, I, um, I'm always liking to hear from the old guard. Like Josh, who I had, who was like floating around the Ohio scene. Um, anytime I can get somebody in, like who was a part of it, I like it because I get to hear their side of the story. Because everybody can kind of say this, that, or the other thing. But like, I like to get it from the horse's mouth. And just with that being said, I'll just introduce our guest right now. I'm uh, Shane Ricker from Decons. Hey, Shane. How are you doing tonight? Not bad. Right on. Um, so we're just going to do it, dude. Here on Second Chance Moped Podcast, we go through people's moped January. I eat the very first time they ever saw a moped, you know, to like get it on, the smile ride, middle part of the journey, what's like today. So, Shane, let me ask you this. What was the very first time you ever saw a moped? Not necessarily getting on, but like you can conceptually remember, hey, that is a moped. Well, I was probably... Uh... Probably in high school. There's uh, I grew up in a small town. Where'd uh, you grow up? Delton, Michigan. No, it's like no. uh, <laughs> you start driving out of Kalamazoo on M43, and about the time you start saying to yourself, "Man, I'm I'm really lost." You're in Delton. <laughs> okay. Are you going like north out of Kalamazoo then? Uh, I think it's like kind of like northeast. Okay. So yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, you're getting you're getting into nowhere, Michigan, basically. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're like heading out on M forty three around a big curve and it's nothing for a while, then there's like a bar yeah. and a gas station. 
and a store. And that's it, it sounds like every Midwest <laughs> town, dude, like every yeah. small town. Like I was, I was going through that yesterday when I went to go pick up a motorbike like I went out to Wisconsin and like, it was, God damn it. I hate to admit this, but it was actually, fuck, I hate giving Wisconsin any kind of credit, but like, it was kind of a beautiful drive. Like the colors were really starting to pop. And like, I got some Wisconsin cheese that is actually disappointing. I'm going to say that. So there's your insult, Wisconsin, but like, it was a beautiful drive, but it was exactly that. My guy, like small town church, three bars like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> and the Muni got to have the Muni in there as well. Um, so you grew up in a small town. Um, yeah. you saw moped in high school. Like how, what year was that? Like, how old are you? Like, I, um, I know nothing. So I'm like, uh, what is it, like 38 now? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this was like, you know, 2000s, early 2000s. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like probably like 2001, 2002. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy, I, you know, an acquaintance had got a poop maxi and started nice. driving it to school every day. And uh, it was hilarious because remember he got a ticket for running a stop sign because he was getting chased by a dog. <laughs> Dude, that makes me so happy. Like the the not the dog thing, but the ticket for the stop sign because I may have done that once or twice on a moped and gotten tickets. Yeah, he's like, but I couldn't stop. That thing was vicious, you know. Like... <laughs> the sad thing is that stock Pook Maxi probably was not any faster than the dog. So, <laughs> so. Stock Pook Maxi for some you saw it. Like, when did yep. you actually get on a bike then? Uh, man, it was probably like 2013, 2014. Um, you know, I just like graduated college, and you know, I was, I've been like basically working full time and like had started a family while I was in college. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, just get up at crack of dawn, go to work, work school, work school, work school, you know, head home, you know, dinner with the family, go back out, do some more school stuff, come back home, get up, do it again. So like I graduated and I felt like I had all this free time. It was like really <laughs> weird. <laughs> like I what did you, what did you end up going to school for? Uh, mechanical engineering. Awesome, dude. Yeah. yeah. Moped people. Were, there's a lot of you smart fuckers out there. Yeah. It's uh, it's fun. So, you know, I've always been, interested in engines and stuff like that you know i grew mm-hmm. up uh my dad built old flathead fords and nice. i helped with those and you know but at this point you know it's like cars are expensive you know yeah. i want something i can mess with it's you know an engine that i can only have a few hundred dollars into you know mm-hmm. so you know i'm looking looking for something along those lines and my buddy DJ was like, hey, I got this cool moped. And again, it's like a stock ZA Maxi. And I had never ridden one before. And I'm like, you know, kind of coming home from work, stop by to drop something to him. And he's like, oh, you got to take this for a spin. And it's like, no, nah, I don't want to. And he's like, well, I'm just going to like block your car in until you take it for a ride. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, just, uh, just down the block and back. And as soon as that thing hits second gear, I'm like, okay, I gotta find a moped. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's that's really interesting. I don't know how many people I've had on the show like that. A ZA was their first moped ride. Like that's kind of unique because, like, yeah, dude, that's rad. I mean, it's whatever it is, what it is. But like, that's really interesting. And then like that two speed really made you fall in love, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, is uh, it was sweet and like, you know, so then I. I, uh, it was like a birthday and my parents just gave me a couple hundred bucks, you know, and I was like, awesome. Well, you know, I can, I bet I can find a moped for a couple hundred dollars, you know? Mm-hmm. So I start digging through Craigslist and stuff and, um, made a few calls, you know, was going to go get like a, uh, a Pinto with an E50 and, mm-hmm. You know, then it started acting funny and the guy like ripped it apart and rebuilt it. And he's like, yeah, now I don't want to sell it. It runs too good. You know, oh, and I'm like, oh, yeah. come on. He's like, yeah, you know, hit me up, hit me up in like six months or like in the spring <laughs> or something like that. And he's like, maybe, maybe I'll sell it to you then. And I'm like, oh, come on. You he know, just so. wanted a friend and somebody to talk to. That's what it sounds like he wanted <laughs> there, man. <laughs> well, you know, so I finally found like one on Craigslist. I'm like, yeah, it looks kind of ratty. It was a, it was an old Honda Hobbit. 
Nice. And I'm like texting with the guy, you know, selling it. And he's like, yeah, you know, I got a, I got a guy coming tomorrow afternoon to come and get it. (laughs) And I'm like, it's like 1130 at night. And I'm like, I'll come and get it right now. (laughs) He's like, hell yeah, come on over, you know? (laughs) He wanted a friend too. That's what it was like. Yeah. And, uh, so, uh, you know, I go down there and it's this guy, Tyler, and, you know, he's got a ton of mopeds in a garage and, you know, he's uh, midway through a million projects. And he's like, yeah, you know, the thing like starts up, but like it, uh, it just kind of like uh, takes off revving, you know, like it just like <laughs> revs to the moon and, and won't stop. So like once you get it going, it like wants to go and yeah. then, you know, it's got some carb issues. So I'm like, well, you know, it doesn't scare me. You know, I'm pretty, you know, mechanically inclined and, yeah. uh, you know, wasn't worried about that. So I paid him like 250 for it, I think. And uh, when was I was it like, a PA one or PA two, it was a PA one, but he had okay. like cut the ramp plate and bent it and welded it. And uh, the cylinder on that thing was um, uh, Nick Javitt, one of the retired uh decons had like ported that thing mm. and it was like a 50 50 bike oh wow like, rad <laughs> drilled out carburetor and all that I, oh I yeah think, the old hack yeah, yeah yeah i was a little heavier so like i think it was doing like 48 on it dude that's so awesome <laughs> on like a, a ported 51 cylinder you know? nice dude yeah yeah, yeah. that's pretty so, damn impressive yeah we I start going to more group rides um me and my buddy dj and hanging out with a lot of the guys from the decepticons and um now you you were in kalamazoo at this point then oh yeah yeah okay i uh i moved to kalamazoo uh when i started going to western Mm -hmm. and you know i kind of always came out to hang out in kalamazoo delton's like 40 minutes away yeah um there is nothing to do in delton so like all my friends were out here you know like uh dj lived out here you know we hung out all the time um and you know we just started going on all these rides and we weren't really like looking to be a part of the the moped club at all we were just Mm -hmm. having a lot of fun you know decounts were pretty active then you know and then uh i think uh you know there was like a winter and then next springtime i think it was like ma20 was coming up so i'd never been to a rally oh wow, that'd okay. be yeah i thought that that'd be pretty cool um ended up sitting in with a few rally planning meetings with the with the decons guys and boy there's i mean i think anybody that went to ma20 knows that a lot of balls were dropped there yeah <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't into mopeds at that point but like you know, some people will say, oh, this drop, I mean, Grant, there was the accident, but like, for the most part, like, everybody had fun. So like, I mean, there was some disasters, like I heard about like Andy from the Zeros kind of told me about like, buying a whole bunch of beer and just cranking his PT cruiser and like, but like, dude, everybody had a blast, even like when shit goes bad, like in a moped rally, people still <laughs> find a way to have fun with their buds. So it's like, whatever. Yep. There were so many bikes there, and I think like, you know, at least half of them broke. Oh yeah, I, there there was not a running decons bike by the midpoint of the ride. That's right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then and, like a few people who kind of knew the area took over the ride. Like, I mean, I just hear like, dude, it yeah. was just yeah, chaos. I love it. Mine mine seized on the way back from the the midway point, and like. I got picked up by a van with about 16 people in it and uh, they just took my bike and, you know, tossed it on the back of the trailer. And then we ended up picking up like two more people and they were literally just throwing bikes onto the back of this massive trailer. Yeah. I I heard like in, I heard from like old bourbon bandit stuff, like chase being two hours, three hours behind, like bikes breaking left and right. And people like get, they're just throwing it on the trailer. Like, Guess what? You shouldn't have brought a fucking broken bike to a rally. Deal with it. Like, <laughs> don't don't bring a nice bike that's gonna break either. Because like, yeah. holy cow. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. Like, yeah. I a I don't have any really clean nice bikes, so I don't worry about it too much. Other than like me being a hobbit guy, like 
just watch out for the headlight bucket. Like, don't <laughs> the headlight bucket, dude. The rare. <laughs> but no, so like you did the MA twenty thing. Um, now was that your first rally then? That was my first rally. Oh wow! And, like I wasn't even like officially prospecting decons or whatever but like you know they did the raffle and then they're like hey you want to be and like you held up a patch and i'm like hell yeah (laughs) so it was awesome you know like uh after that i'm like sweet you know i'm in now so like maybe maybe i can maybe i can help us not drop so many balls the next rally we have you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah it come and like I'm nobody's judge when it comes to that. Like I put, I've put on events and stuff like that, but like, I think there is something to be said, like not to like only a few people doing it. Like, cause if, when you start depending on too many people, that's a good way to drop balls. Like three people, four people to plan a moped rally. And then you just get your minions out there doing all the work. Oh yeah. Um, so you did the MA 20 thing you got in and like, kind of what's going on after that then like did you like i mean we had a few rallies were you you building bikes were you collecting bikes you kind of talked about like you talked about being like a family man at this point so like i imagine you can't spend all of your paycheck to mopeds but like what was the bike hoard kind of happening at this point so you know if it's like a hundred dollars or less and i'm able to get it like i was i was going for it at that point Mm -hmm. you know like Oh, I, my, my goal was like, okay, I'm going to find a bike and every bike I find, I need to make it cheaper and cheaper and cheaper, you know? <laughs> and, uh, I had a pretty nice bill Hobbit for the, the, uh, uh, MA 20 rally. And it got chucked in the back of a, a pretty nasty chase trailer. So, you know, at that point I'm like, well, trash bikes are the best bikes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give me, give me the rusty garbage and I'm going to replace everything on it. That's rusty garbage. So, so that it's mechanically sound, but it still mm-hmm. looks like rusty garbage, you know, because yeah. like, that's the, that's the best bike, you know, yeah. you don't care what it looks like. It's its own theft deterrent system. You know, the only thing you got to worry about is if a scrapper sees it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm to the point where like, I wish I, I I'm not necessarily envious, but like, I wish I had the patience or the time to clean a bike after I get done riding it, like there's a few people in Minnesota, like their bikes always look pristine and like, dude, I wish I could do that. But like, dude, I just want to ride and I'll fix what's broken. But like t- taking time to clean, like, no, <laughs> like I just don't want to <laughs> do it. Um, So you started talking about like getting some of the, um, some of the, cheaper bikes uh what like what is your bike of choice then uh i mean probably a hobbit at this point um i think the bike i had most fun with was a uh you know tomos uh it was like a targa top tank and a35 and i took that and built it up with a like mildly ported 44 air sail kit and then like water-cooled head and um you know just no pump or anything just like thermosiphon with a radiator Um, i'm uh you know what i haven't played with water too much but i think with these small cylinders and especially a lot of of the heads i think those water pumps run too through one the run the water through too quick mm -hmm. if you're if you got a pump on there like i don't think you're getting it cooled down quick enough I well, think it cycles it through too fast. So like thermocycling, I think, is the way to go on it. Yeah, honestly, like with the water cooled heads, like um those things, I kind of wish like they would not cool as good as they did, you know. Like I made one and I was like shooting to, you know, like 300 degrees on a hobbit, you know, heat's power, right? You get it too cold, you're losing losing your power out of the cylinder walls. You don't want that. Uh, yeah. but like those things, I mean, every one I built with those heads were like 280 degrees all the time yeah didn't matter wide open you know idling you know 280 degrees you know never changes i think that's what um the team that won uh bakers this year on their what the hell was sam's team sam and zach and nova's team's name like i know everybody on the team but like i can't but like that's what they ran 
280 degrees and me with my freaking halfway dialed in metric kit i'm like 370 380 i was changing i was changing a piston or a cylinder every three days like <laughs> so like there yeah the water cools the way to go um and but with running that cool attempt do you think that hurts your top end performance or like that's i don't know enough about water like that's one thing i need to explore next year just overall in mopeds well you know i mean i had never thought especially the hobbits the performance was an issue with those because like you run those heads you're running cool now you can really push the timing so mm-hmm. like i got an hpi and i'm running like almost three millimeters before top dead center on that thing and it's awesome <laughs> what what kit do you have on that and how long can you do that for it was an athena kit okay and i've i've been i'll be honest i've blown up a lot of engines for various reasons yeah, same here, yeah. uh so i mean for a while there i found an amazon listing that was like the athena kits um athena part number mm-hmm. and i was getting them for like 20 to like 60 dollars you know i've heard about this and like i i just haven't favorited and like i look at it like every couple of months and i'd be like well there's two in stock i'm gonna buy them both you know like (laughs) (laughs) then you know you might resell it to a buddy for like 50 or something you know yeah friend price 50 dollar kit it's a 200 dollar kit you know yeah dude Dude, screw them. Like, like, they're getting a hell of a deal. Like, even if I knew you were paying 30 bucks for a cylinder for a brand new Athena kit, and you sold it to me even for 70, I'd be like, fuck yeah, all day long, dude. So, yeah, I like, I'll take those and, uh, like, deck them, like, plug the decomp, deck them like 30 thou, and like run the spacer under them. And, you know, the ports open up a little bit better. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if I don't have any other catastrophic failures someplace else, then you know they seem to hold up all right over time but you know like hell i've just built an engine that i was going to take uh to the cleveland rally the black pipes and you know i'm like ripping around and i'm like man it's really fast but it's like doesn't feel quite right and uh turned out that the uh rear pulley had locked up and was not opening up and uh it pulled on the uh crank and just destroyed the crank side bearing <laughs> like the main bearing. <laughs> that's right i think i had like you know maybe 20 miles on that engine <laughs> um but back to my question at hand how long can you run run at a wide open throttle um, at, at three millimeter because like you know some people like oh i can do 50 mile an hour or like on a D, DR kit, I can do 55, 60 all day long. It's like, how long can you actually do that for? Like, can you do it for like a half a mile and then your temps are, and I'm not saying like water changes everything, like temps go to 400, like, but does it, did your temps level out is what I'm, guess what I'm asking when you're ripping it at like 3 0? Because you might, uh, you might see it uh, bump up a little bit if you're going like uphill for a long mm-hmm. ways you know but like man it just it loves the hills you know like i don't yeah. know it never um it always seemed a hell of a lot more stable than any air-cooled habit i ever built you know <laughs> <laughs> one thing i really started playing with after bakers was um going retard on my timing like <laughs> g- like just i i can like on sunday we we're ripping around and like we went i was doing 55 like 60 damn near 60 and um i was hitting temps at a whole 300 degrees on an air-cooled kit and like that's right and that was at like 1.1 before top dead center and like i just want to push it see off it just you know messing around because like you just ride around your buddies it doesn't nothing matters i mean for performance stuff like that and that was that same bike i had at uh cleveland uh with the white seat oh yeah nate from the wizards thanks for the hot dog in the tire yeah that was great buddy <laughs> he let the cat out of the bag the other day about that but <laughs> i was i was wondering who did that i'm like motherfuckers i love you guys um Nate's but, a good dude. oh dude how can you not love that just washed out almost biker looking dad <laughs> <laughs> love that guy so much um but I got to ask you, and like I, I said, I was going to try to kind of lead you, like you've got it sitting behind you. Yeah. Um, 
Indigen. Like, yeah. what was your part in that? And like, I'm again, I'm not here to dig up dirt people. I just like, I find it fascinating because I've heard a couple different stories with Indigen. I've heard it was going to be a new moped company with a Chinese, like almost 103 motor. And then I was also heard that like, it wasn't going to be a roller company where like you buy a roller from Indigen and you supply your own motor. And like, what was, what was That's it? That's what it was supposed to be. You okay. know, and then uh, so like you, we, we made like roller frames pretty much and, you know, they're all wired and ready to go and you just got to like slap your motor in and, okay. and hit the road. But then, you know, I think that there was a lot of interest from uh, new to the community folks, you know, like, oh, hey, you know, I don't have a moped. I want a moped, you know, then, okay, throw in an engine for free, this cheap China crate engine. Well, those are. Those were not good engines, you know. Okay. I think the frames were solid, you know. Um, any of the other parts we made are all pretty well engineered, you know. Like on the expensive side, because like, I mean, finding good cheap manufacturers, I think, was the the biggest struggle there, you know. Like I've got probably, I don't know, fifty hobbit frame parts like sitting next to me in the shed here <laughs> we might have to talk afterwards um but i mean because i'm all i'm all about people trying like it's easy to like and i always tell people that like it's easy to point out flaws like put your nuts out up there and try and like people make mistakes and things don't always happen the way that we want them to but like i mean there's still a lot of great moped manufacturers out there and just the cool things that are happening like you saw treats just start reproducing hobbit mags dude that's rad as fuck yeah i mean that's not cheap guys like you know we all like and i can't i you know the people who finance treats benji and like the people down at dose like who put their nuts out on the line because that all costs money and that's awesome and like i am I'm just happy to see that stuff whenever there's new products. Cause somebody asked me about the mags. Like I've got some Camino mags. They're like, Oh, Jim, what do you feel about that? I'm like, dude, that's fucking rad as hell. Like it's moped stuff. You guys like it, it is what it is. Like eventually it's, it's all going to be scrap on a yeah. long enough timeline. If people keep running stuff, you know, it's oh, like, yeah. we're not just setting these things on a shelf and make them look pretty, you know, we're taking them out there. We're riding them. We're beating them up. You know, like yep. every single part will have to be remade at some point in time for this to keep going. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know the the Indigen I have is the Hava version. You know, we have built, mm-hmm. I've got the prototype frame, the intakes we made. I made it initially with the Athena and that water cooled head. You know, so I which had the designed the seventy seven water cooled head as well, and those cheap like BM twenty intakes. Um, that stuff was, I mean, it, uh, we found a cheap foundry here and you could get those things poured pretty ch- cheap and quick and easy. And it made a whole lot of that stuff accessible. You know, mm-hmm. Treats is going way above and beyond and making some awesome stuff. You know, yeah. I had a, I had done a, a, a prototype variator for Hobbit. They did it better than me, man. Hats off to them. <laughs> and, and there's still some struggles with that. Like, I mean, I was, I, I've been lucky enough to get my hands on some. And, like, you know, I just put my feedback, like, it's close. Like, but there's just a little, it's, you know, every, a few tents make, and you as an industrial, you as a uh, mechanical engineer know better than anything else. Like, a tenth here or tenth here, yeah, you know, there's, that's, it's, between gold and actual dog shit you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like or so you get, the, you get the wrong angle on the variators ripping your belt to pieces you know like, oh i wouldn't know just... anything like that at the top of fucking mount hood yeah that was great yeah. but i mean it's <laughs> and that's every like i always tell people like testing stuff is cool until you're a tester because <laughs> yeah. you're essentially the first line of defense for stuff breaking but um so the Indigen and like Indigen didn't take off like people hoped, and that was kind of a bummer. Um, what did you end up doing with mopeds during the downtime in like in the long, long before during Rona, basically? Like, that's oh, kind of yeah. because 
after MA20, it seemed like, you know, decons kind of shrunk a little bit. And, like, again, mm-hmm. don't need to get into drama, people, because I don't well, care that much. But, like, we did two rallies, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, just outside of Kalamazoo, there's Vicksburg, and they're like remodeling a paper mill out there. Yeah. And they, they kind of wanted people out in the community. They're like, hey, you know, somebody knew somebody that knew us. And they're like, you should get some mopeds out here. And we had a blast, you know, like yeah. that first year, like, they let us spray paint a whole building they were tearing down <laughs> and stuff and like just kind of tear it up out there. And uh, you guys did that you know, moped chariot, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, uh, that thing kind of went huge on Instagram when we posted it, like it got picked up by some account and, you know, we were like at a meeting with the, the people from the mill and I'm like, yeah, let me show you the raffle bike. And I showed them that chariot. And they're like, Holy crap. That's you. We saw that earlier today. You know, like yeah. <laughs> who came up with that? Uh, that was, uh, so the guy that I bought my first moped from Tyler, uh, he's, he was going out to a bunch of those rides and he's patched in now. And, uh, he is quite the, the fabricator, you know, like he's got some really cool custom made bikes. Um, you just kind of like throw a bunch of parts and old frames at him and, uh, say go. And he just like makes something wild and awesome you know nice. and uh yeah that thing was very sketchy to drive yeah um, <laughs> it looked somebody, rad as hell for like 15 oh, miles an hour but like after that it get real sketch yeah i they uh <laughs> whoever wanted like you know do you want it at whole or do you want to you know just the two bikes or what do you want he's like yeah rip it apart give me the two bikes and leave the other junk here you know like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> left the chariot didn't take a home as one whole unit but that's cool <laughs> yeah well it's like any of those novelty bikes because like it seemed like you guys did the chariot which was rad as hell and then the super poop came out from Upjet, which was the trash bike of all trash bikes like nobody like it's cool to look at for like five minutes and you're like okay now what the fuck do i do with this thing like that's yeah well so we were gearing up for like run of the mill three you know Mm -hmm. we did two rallies out there and we were ready for another one and then like shit started closing down everywhere and we're like can't do it we had a really rad like hobbit trike two motor independent rear suspension the shocks were kind of shot so you could like lean into the corners on it and stuff it was super cool. Ended up getting stolen out of out of somebody's garage. So, like, dude, sucks. That's such a bummer. <laughs> and like, but, uh, I want to know. Okay, and you and I, I rewatched the swarm and destroy video. Like, what the hell was Kalamazoo like back in the day? Because it's not like all these little kids were trying to attack people to steal their mopeds. Like, what the hell was going on in Kalamazoo? I mean, I don't know, like, I think in that time, I mean, I was hanging out in Kalamazoo, but like, the (laughs) shittiest car possible, you know, like, I didn't really have anything of value to anybody who'd want to steal. I do remember, like, being at, like, some coffee shop and chasing some kids away that were, like, literally bouncing on the back of my car trying to rip the bumper off of it, like. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So let me ask you this. Are you guys thinking, are the decons thinking about doing a rally this year or in 2023? Maybe, you know, I think uh, we, we want to do something. Um, one of our, one of our members, my good friend DJ, who actually got me, uh, you know, into mopeds, I rode his maxi the first time he passed away um, mm. in the last year, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't feeling good and, you know, laid down and just, you know, never woke back up. That's such but, a uh, Yeah, dude, it's, it's been tough on all of us. You know, like we, I got, he got me into mopeds. I was patching into the decons and then I started, you know, I prospected him and he started hanging around and like, that was at like, uh, just going through like a house fire and, uh, you know, um, lost a newborn baby, you know. And it was just such a rough time. And I introduced him to this group of guys and it was just like, everybody needed him. He needed everybody. He mm-hmm. became this like core of the group, you know, took care of so many dudes, um, fed everybody all the time. Moped night was every, any night of the week at his house. You just go over mm-hmm. there, somebody's wrenching or riding, you know? 
and uh it it you know we we took a big hit you know yeah. we did. uh so i think that you know the spring it'd be awesome to do some sort of like memorial ride you know uh do a raffle try to raise some money for charity or something you know his kids want to do it friends want to do it i think we're 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 going to try for something yeah yeah i know in the midwest and it seems like anywhere in the upper part of the country it rains memorial weekend but i am pushing somebody to do a damn memorial weekend rally because there wasn't one this year it was like we had daggers and then nothing and then bankers <laughs> and then well like there's the acadia thing that like it was a ride wasn't rally but like there's very few things going on and then like it's been so backloaded and I, and I understand why people were not necessarily planning things early in the year because people still really didn't know what was going to shake out with COVID or anything like that. Um, but Memorial, that's all I can say to people, do a Memorial rally for this guy so I can get out of town. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and speaking of rallies, so let me ask you this. What's the farthest away you've been for a rally? Uh, it's going to be the Wizards Rally this year okay. in Lancaster. So, uh, dude, that mine, that looks so rad. Uh, oh, it was it was hands down one of the best experiences I've ever had. You yeah. know, um, uh, a friend of mine, mutual friend of me and DJ, used to live out west. He and his wife uh, moved to Lancaster, and was like, they had just gotten there. You know, maybe a couple of months prior, and uh, I. Uh, I start seeing on the calendar, I'm like, holy cow, you know, that's right there. And I'm like, hey, man, uh, where do you live? And then I start asking where the rally site is. And I look, it's like four miles from his house. Like, oh, man. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, hey, hey, if I go to this moped rally, can can I stay with you? And yeah. do you want to go? And he's like, hell yeah. You know, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I've known him forever, built up, you know, got a, got a Tomos fixed up for him, you know, ready to go. And I'm like building this other bike that I'm, I'm going to take. And uh, didn't quite get it finished in time. I had another one almost done and like was like tightening down a stud on it and snapped it at the last minute. So I ended up borrowing a bike from a friend for that rally <laughs> and sent it the whole time and it made it all the way. Dude, nice. <laughs> yeah, that's always, that's always fun when you snap that uh, stud. It's like, oh my God, like, yeah yeah <laughs> flashbacks um so yeah the wizard rally looked like so that was that was the that was right before that was right in june wasn't it uh yeah i think uh, no was it August? i don't remember i don't even like i want to yeah. feel like i'm blaming everything on bakers right now like i want to say it was like right before right after bakers and i just was not doing anything because this is kind of like the first summer me and the family have really just like thrown ourselves back out into the world you know so like we have just been non-stop doing <laughs> yeah it's been a great can. summer for a lot and of people it, it has been fantastic you know well, everybody just, can do shit again i mean yeah. that's i mean we all had to be we all have to be safe and everything like that but like people got out this year and like Grand, we had to pay fucking five, six bucks a gallon for gas, which sucked. But like, nobody cared. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, let's get out, let's enjoy. Yeah, I. Uh, it was it was a long time, you know. Like, I worked uh, worked at home in the basement for the better part of a year. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, so COVID, there's you know a, a shelter in place order here in Michigan, so we kind of like all. You know, decounts weren't doing a whole lot through that time. You know, well, there was a core core group at DJ's house, just like staying there in a little social pod for the most for the most part. You know, uh, but uh, I did. You know, the last few years, I think since I've been a part, I've been organizing the Moped Army Secret Santa. Nice, so, like, dude. Right around uh, right around uh, Thanksgiving, I like throw out a sign up. You know, Google form, and it's uh, spend whatever you want basically, and uh, you know, people give shirt sizes and all, uh, and like what they're, what kind of bikes they have, what they're into, non-moped stuff. And like, it's just awesome. It's mm -hmm. awesome to see some people go all out. Everybody's always stoked. If your Santa flakes on you and forgets you, you know, decounts got you covered. We send you care package. Nice. You know? 
Yeah, dude, that was awesome. You guys opened it up to the general public. Um, I think that's a great thing. I meant to get on that. <laughs> like, my winner was weird. Um, but, like, and I didn't sign up for it, so I didn't stiff anybody either. So, but I kept on saying, like, oh, I should do that. And then next thing I know, it's February, so. Yeah, this last one, I definitely started late. Like, the year was just flying by, and somebody's, like, posts on MA, like, hey, when's the sign-up for Secret Santa happening? And I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> I'm, like, a month late. <laughs> so it's starting in October this year, is what you're saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I think that the uh, end of this month, I'll, I'll, you know, after Halloween, I'll, I'll throw up the form. You know, I nice. think I got it all set up last year. I've been trying to do that. <laughs> um, you talked about going to the Wizards Rally and having a blast. Like, what was it like? Because there was a, I mean, there's some stuff. Did you, there's some stuff going on with uh, MCR and um, the Zeros. They did that run, Cedar Mill run. Yeah, the Cedar Mill run. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, one of our guys, Lachlan, went to that, posted some pictures. It looked like a pretty damn good time. Yeah, um, I am I just, so jealous because, like, I wanted to go, but it was on a – I would have drove my ass out there if it would have been on a Saturday. Cause, they've, like, got, they've got another, like, uh, riding your costume thing happening on, like, the 22nd, I think. Dude, that's rad. Um, yeah. Tempting, but I'm still not going to make it. I'm gonna, I'm, <laughs> I am Dude, I got I to gotta start focusing on a few things around my house. Like, I've been – like you, like, I've been going all summer long. I'm never home, like – neighbor pat's been giving me shit like i'm never around anymore um <laughs> but you talked about getting you were you were at cleveland right yeah i was at cleveland yeah yeah um that was that was just a blur um that was such a fun weekend what was that like for you kind of getting because that was kind of your first local rally since covid is close as cleveland is not really but yeah it's a, a local ish yeah ish <laughs> that's, that's just I think that's about as close to us as, as there was, yeah. you know, since COVID. Um, but yeah, that was a blast, man. You know, like, uh, you know, I started talking to the rest of the club. We were all pretty deep for that. We had like 12 people. Yeah. There's a lot of decons there. I'll yeah. say that. <laughs> we, uh, my buddy, Jeff, who was at Lancaster with us, we patched him in uh, nice. that weekend. So that was awesome. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we we had like he, he and uh, Nate from the Wizards rode up from Lancaster, and we got Nate a, a loaner, and we hauled like eight bikes down there with us. Not everybody's riding. It's my birthday weekend, so we got a big Airbnb, you know, nice. party. It was awesome. Um, I uh, yeah, I blew up that uh, the freshly rebuilt Indian Hobbit with that uh, <laughs> rear pulley that seized up and blew out my crank bearing and uh so i took my electric bike uh over okay over, uh you know the other thing i did during lockdown was like oh cool you know i was working a lot i got a pretty decent bonus i bought all the parts to make a, a pretty awesome electric build and i mm -hmm. uh, finally got to range test that thing and it was like you know uh 42 miles <laughs> that's not terrible that's not bad what is it what speeds can you do at 42 miles uh i was rolling 30 to 45 dude know, that's awesome right in there like it, it's got like five modes and most of the time i'd say it was on three but then we got into those like uh it was like a city park or something like that yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, tall trees and the windy roads and the fast bikes just took off and i'm like i'm probably not making the midpoint stop but this is too much fun <laughs> <laughs> i think i heard you talk about that, like oh i've got three like you, like yeah. i remember hearing you say something about that, like there's no way I'm making this ride or yeah. something like that. <laughs> you know, wherever I stop, I'm like, oh man, I'm down to 3%. And then I, like, it just like I heard shuts that. off instantaneously. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man. And then uh, I start like, you know, hey, where's Chase? And they're like, we're at least an hour out. And I'm like, okay, where am I to the next gas station? And it's like, okay, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a mile to the next gas station. I'm like, well, what if I put biking? And I put that in and it's like, oh, it's three quarters of a mile. There's a bike path. So like I just pedaled the thing along the bike path. Nice. Walked up the steepest hill you've ever seen, and then you know plugged in at a shell station for an hour and a half. Uh, the the <laughs> guy working the counter was less than enthusiastic. That was one of the gas stops to ride, 
I don't know what was going on there before, but he's like, were you with that group that was here earlier? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, Ooh. he was smoking in that. He was not happy with any of us. I'm like, I remember that, that homeboy, that guy was smoking that old, this old like 50 year old, just like pissed off the world. Like dad, like he was smoking. You could smell it in the gas station. Yeah. I'm like, I love Ohio. He was fuming, dude, like, for sure, you know, like, and I don't I know what that, he like, was pissed about. It's like, we, we're like, for moped people, we're yeah. pretty damn nice and responsible there. So he could fuck off. And the gas stops at that rally were like four minutes, man. Like, I have oh, yeah. never been to a rally that was like that quick, you know, like it was mosquito fleet. They're pretty quick. <laughs> no, it was not bad though. Like, um, so you're a Hobbit guy. Okay. On a factory Hobbit tank, what, like what do you run out at like okay say you ran out and like you put gas in like how many gallons point gallons do you put in when you run out um well do you know what i'm trying to say i'm pretty sure it's a gallon okay because well, like i do you I've have the carb running, on the outside though because like that's like i haven't run a bike empty since i've done that also like i don't have a stock tank and yeah carbs and i have on the outside so that hobbit i had there um I've ran out at 0.7 gallon, seven tenths of a gallon. Um, we rolled into that gas station. I put in 0.7 tenths of a gallon. I'm like, ah, I'll be damned. Um, yeah, dude, that was that was, you know, Derek, Lizzie, Chris, um, Will, like all the black pipes. They they did a great job on that rally. Um, so yeah, dude, what? With that being said, um, what is your? I'm kind of interested in this rear pulley you're working on now. Uh, is it, is oh, that something still kind of in development for you? A, I don't have a rear pulley that I'm working on, unfortunately. Oh, oh I yeah, thought you it's said... just uh, it's it's just a, oh. a stock rear pulley that locked up. Um, it was a uh, hold on here. I think I got it someplace. I just had a variator, you know, a front variator, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, it it was probably about identical to the dimensions of the newer front treats ones you know like it fits their pulley like it was made for it you know Mm -hmm. but i think their ramps are a lot better you know i didn't i didn't dial those in very well (laughs) nor have nor have i had the bike running long enough to do it you know that's the thing is like i can draw stuff up and make it all the time but like you know uh being a dad working a real job uh, I just, it's like slow. My development is very slow. You know, it just takes a really long time for me to get someplace with my moped. Mm-hmm. That you and me both, and you are way more inventive than me. Um, well, look at now with the year that's gone by and the things you got done. Um, what are you looking forward to in, uh, 2023? And like, I mean, we got some season left, but like what, what, things do you got marked on your calendar uh i'm i'm eagerly awaiting the the date of the next wizards rally because <laughs> i am absolutely putting vacation time in on that on that weekend for sure uh 100 okay. um and then you know i i'd like to try to hit a couple of more rallies next year you know like i think that i definitely help plan and host a couple and I haven't been to a whole ton. So like, I'd like to see how everybody else is doing it. See if I can see if I can bring something cool back to back to what we're doing in Kalamazoo. Well, I'm going to talk gossip right now because I never really do. I know I've been, some people said to me, you know what? I'm talking people. So I don't fucking care. Uh, the zero said they're going to have one this year. Um, casserolers are talking like they're having one this year. Um, I think, Dewey Martin, Bad Breed, and KFC, they're going to be doing one down in uh, Louisville. Uh, so, like, there's and there's a couple. Like, I, I, I'll i be at the Zeros because I love those people so much. Um, just whenever I go there, they make me feel so fun. And it's how they are, dude. They make people feel so welcome and so a part of. Um, all, all those people down in Ohio um, do that. But, like, the cat Minneapolis one will be rad. Like I don't, if they do it and I think they're doing it, I don't know if I'll be able to go, but, um, 
yeah, I can't stress how I think I know kind of what the agenda would be. And like, yeah, it, people who have never ridden in Minneapolis, St. Paul, go to it. You'll have a fucking blast. A blast. That's all I keep. I can't stress that enough. Um, but yeah, I'm, I plan on. I, have you ever thought about doing Baker's Dozen? Um, you know, I I don't know. You know, I think that that'd be fun, but uh, I think that the time commitment's just a lot. You know. Yeah. I'm a I'm a family man. I like being Dude, with my I, family. I like I seeing get the it. kids. You know, it's just it's tough to be away that long. You know. <laughs> no no dude like it's not and it's not for everybody uh, that's why just like um moped gp is not for everybody you know even going to rallies it, in mopeds is not for everybody i mean we all have our own thing we enjoy um yeah it's i just love asking the questions um so with um you being a hobbit guy what's your other next bike What's your secondary bike? Oh, uh, well, I sold it to Jeff, but it'd probably be Tomos. Like, okay. I just, uh, yeah, I just picked up a, an A3, and I'm going to see it sitting back there. <laughs> I see that. I was, I was looking at that. I'm like, oh, okay. And, and, and I, got a, I got a pile of, of garbage back there in the dark. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to see what creations we can come up with in the next few months with that. But I got this little cool thing here. Ooh, it's night. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. second gear right there. Second yeah, gear. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I don't want to say anything, people, because I'm not going to. Um, but yeah, dude, like I can't. We're gonna have to chit chat a little bit after this, but um, I can't thank you enough for coming on Second Chance, a moped podcast. Um, I hope the decons throw a rally. I will do my utmost to get there. Um. And who knows, like, who will show up? Like, the yeah, I'll shut my, I'll shut up now. <laughs> uh, is there any Instagram or anything you want to direct people to? Or I mean, we got uh, the club's Instagram is at uh, Forma Destroy. Uh, my Instagram is uh, is Shane Rickard backwards. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, I post moped stuff on there. You know what I'm building. You know, not a whole, not a whole ton lately, but uh, there'll be more. <laughs> hey, dude, no worries. Um, I can't thank you enough for coming on Second Chance Moped Podcast, and don't forget, Shane, mopeds are dumb. <laughs>